While every smooth-brained, low-IQ talking head on TV is spending 24 hours a day bloviating on the same regurgitated facts regarding the horrendous slaughter of innocent Jews by Hamas, and even lower IQ students and teachers from the United States' most prestigious and expensive universities protest Israel, carrying signs with slogans as absurd as gays for Palestine, did you know that BRICS has expanded and will be taking over the world on January 1st? Did you know that India has announced it will be landing an astronaut on the moon by 2040? Did you know that China has sailed its newest and most advanced nuclear ballistic missile submarine to date? Well, if you didn't, stay tuned because all of that and more is coming up today on the Red Eye Report with Matthew Burgess. We begin at the heart of all modern-day evil, the Chinese Communist Party. Yes, the country ruled by a dictator that is not only actively trying to take over the world, but is also sending precursors needed to create drugs like fentanyl and then laundering money for Mexican cartels as they kill over 100,000 Americans per year. On Monday, a forum for leaders of 130 nations began in China to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the Belt and Road Initiative. The forum includes leaders from key nations such as Indonesia, Kazakhstan, Russia, Thailand, and the United Arab Emirates, and is a major part of Xi's goal to expand Chinese reach and dominance into the West. The main event, which began on Wednesday, will also include leaders from Africa, Central Asia, Eastern Asia, and West Asia. Most important to China is Xi's strengthening his ties with Russian leader Vladimir Putin, who landed in China on Tuesday. As of now, Bilateral trade between Russia and China has surged to over 21 billion U.S. dollars and continues to rise as the West increases sanctions on both Russia and China, driving the two nations into even stronger ties in their no-limits partnership. Russia, one of the world's leading oil producers, wants to work with China, the world's second largest consumer, to build the Siberia 2 natural gas pipeline. This pipeline would bring gas to China from western Siberia through Mongolia. Executives from Russia's two biggest gas companies, Gazprom and Rosneft, have accompanied Putin on his trip. Meanwhile, China's People's Liberation Army is looking to increase and modernize its military technology. Currently, Russia sources most of its technology in the form of semiconductors and advanced machinery from China, while China, in return, gets access to Russia's rocket, aviation, and submarine technology. Looking a bit towards the West, both Russia and China have condemned Israel's actions against Hamas who, like many terrorist groups around the world, are using innocent civilians in the Gaza Strip as human shields. Putin, specifically, is looking forward to a break in the spotlight regarding Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Russia is looking to submit a United Nations Security Council's resolution asking for a ceasefire in Gaza. China is also expected to send representatives backing this resolution as the two nations attempt to stand together in countering the United States' support of Israel. Nobel Prize winner Henry Kissinger, who serves as the United States' Secretary of State and National Security Advisor under Presidents Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford, who negotiated the ceasefire in Vietnam and has also served as an American diplomat, political scientist, geopolitical consultant, and politician once said, control oil and you control nations, control food and you control people. If this remarkable man is correct, dark days are soon to arrive. On the last day of the 2023 BRICS summit held in Johannesburg, South Africa, 
South African President Cyril Ramaphosa announced that six new countries would be added to the alliance, which is looking to overthrow Western dominance in the world and debase the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency, replacing it with the RMB, also known as the Chinese yuan. The new nations that will be added as of January 1, 2024 are Argentina, Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates. With these additions, BRICS will now govern roughly 36% of the world's GDP, 46% of the world's population, and a staggering 83% of the world's oil production. All of this as the United States oil reserves have plunged to less than a 14-day supply following President Joe Biden's all-out but eliminating oil production in the United States and selling off the strategic oil supply to China while buying some of the dirtiest burning oil in the world from our communist neighbors to the south, Venezuela. Financing of this new strategic bloc will have nothing to do with the International Monetary Fund or the World Bank. This will cause the dollar and countries that are dependent on the dollar to weaken. On October 10th, the United Nations General Assembly voted in a secret ballot to fill seats on its Human Rights Council. One of the countries looking to be added, or re-added, was Russia, who was expelled from the council last year after its invasion of Ukraine. With only two seats open in Eastern Europe, Russia failed to be readmitted after receiving only 83 votes. Instead, the seats were given to Albania, who garnered 123 votes, and Bulgaria, who garnered 160 votes. Russia said that it had wanted to, quote, stop the council from becoming an instrument which serves the political wills of one group of countries. The Human Rights Council of the United Nations, which was created by the United Nations General Assembly on March 15th of 2006 to replace the Commission on Human Rights, and is, quote, responsible for strengthening the promotion and protection of human rights around the globe, ironically, also voted for China, which is currently engaging in genocide of the Uyghur population, amongst other human atrocities, and is ranked the third worst country in the world for human rights to be re-elected to a new three-year term, along with Sudan, who has the tenth worst human rights record. You sunk my battleship. Wait a minute. That was your nuclear submarine. It is believed that last week China launched the first of its new 096-class subsurface ballistic missile nuclear submarines. These submarines are far quieter and more difficult for Western navies to track than its previous 094-class submarines. Quote, the Type 096 will be more numerous, more stealthy, and may range over a wider area, all of which necessitates a rethink of U.S. capabilities and their deployment said Emma Salisbury, an associate fellow at the UK-based Council on Geostrategy, in an interview with Newsweek. An assessment by the United States government suggests that China may have as many as eight subsurface ballistic missile nuclear submarines of the 094 and 096 class by the year 2030. However, this assessment may be high, as the Chinese Communist Party's navy seems to be incompetent when it comes to their use. At the end of August, a number of Chinese citizens were seen mourning and laying flowers on Weibo, the Chinese version of Twitter, or X, as their family members had not returned from a naval deployment. These Chinese citizens believed that their family members had died at sea, a claim the Chinese government denied after wiping the images and videos from the Chinese internet. However, according to a leak from British intelligence on August 21st, one of China's nuclear submarines, believed to be designated 093-417, was caught in a chain and anchor trap 
the Chinese Communist Party's Navy had set up to stop Western submarines from entering the Yellow Sea. The collision resulted in multiple system failures, and all 55 crew members died of hypoxia, including 22 officers, 7 officer cadets, and 17 sailors. And finally, the Indian Space Research Organization, or ISRO, has announced this week it intends to land an astronaut on the moon by the year 2040. Back in August, India became the fourth nation to soft land a vehicle on the moon when it was able to land the first spacecraft on the moon's southern hemisphere. Following this, in September, India launched another rocket with a probe to study the sun. President Mahunde has since met with ISRO to discuss additional missions to Mars and Venus as India works on research for a next-generation craft capable of carrying astronauts on such a mission, as well as building a new required launch pad. And that's all for the Red Eye Report for Thursday, October 19th. Be sure to come back next week for more news that no one in the mainstream is covering. Until then, remember, if communism, socialism, or fascism is the device, and the destruction of Western democracy and freedom are the intent, the Red Eye Report will be watching to bring you all the details you won't find in the headlines. I'm Matthew Burgess. Thank you for your time.